In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. As we read this gospel, we've heard so many different types of stories in the Bible. We hear stories about miracles, we hear stories about different characters, specific characters in the Bible. And then we hear a type of story in the Gospels called a parable, a parable. And a parable is a way that God gives us a message for us to understand. A message that is kind of dressed in a way where it's easy for us to kind of relate. It's more of a relatable message. You think about all the parables that Christ gave. It's about things that people understand. The field, the plowing of the field, the, the, when he likened um, the kingdom to like whether it's fishing or whether it's planting or whether it's the coin, losing a coin, or a father and a son relationship. All of these are things that he's trying to help us understand the kingdom of God, but he uses things that, examples and things like that for us to be able to relate. And until this day, things like this are taught. Like the way that children are being taught, uh, whether in school or in, in books, things like that, it's always like small stories that have a message at the end. But what's beautiful about Christ's parables is that it gives us room to learn multiple messages, multiple um, benefits from one parable. And so in order to talk about it today, I just kind of want to zoom out because we all know the story. We all know what happened. There's an owner of a vineyard and there's vine dressers that were, were responsible for the vineyard and then the owner went back to try, like he kept sending people because he wasn't seeing fruit. And at the end of the day, he sent his son and he killed his son. We know the story, but I don't want to focus on the story. I want to focus on the messages or the, the, the things that we can receive from this parable. The first thing is, what is the vineyard in this story? What is the vineyard? The vineyard can be looked at in different ways. It could be looked at as my life. Our life is a vineyard. And the different aspects of, of the vineyard go into it, where, where it's hard work. And the goal is to produce fruit. We can look at every different aspect of our life as its own vineyard. My family, a vineyard. My academic life, a vineyard. My work, a vineyard. And we can look at all the fruits that go into providing or producing fruits in those many vineyards that we have. But ultimately, regardless of which way you want to look at it, whether it's in a macro scale or a micro scale, you have to look at this and say, vineyard means blessing. A vineyard is a blessing. And we have to always remember that God is providing us many, many, many blessings. And this is something that many of us kind of know or we've heard since we were young, but we don't really take time to think about it all the time. I'll give you an example. Many of us 
many of us, only think of God's blessings when something we want happens. We start thinking about, oh, look at God providing us this great blessing. But we don't think about all the blessings leading up to this point. We don't think about the blessing of us being able to breathe, waking up, our health, our families, our, re our resources, and not the abundance of the resources. Sometimes we, we sit here and say, well, we need to be a little bit more blessed in our checking account or our savings account. That's not how blessings work. The fact that we're able to live every single day is a blessing. This is the vineyard. God provided us a vineyard, and he says, live in it. Live in it. So understanding God's blessing in our life is vital in our spiritual life. Because if we don't understand God's blessing in our life, we then start looking at God as a vending machine. We look to God and say, God, I want A3. God, I want this. I want that. I want this. Versus if we look at it where we say, okay, God, whatever you give me is a blessing. And I'm going to do the best with what you give me. Even if it looks bad. But God, why would you do this to me? Why would you allow this thing to happen to me? It doesn't matter. God provided it, it's a blessing. God allowed it to happen, it's a blessing. And this is, when you're able to look at this, I would say we're at a better spiritual, we're better spiritually healthy in that way. When we're able to look at everything in our life as a blessing. We're more healthy that way. The next thing is to look at it as the purpose of the vineyard is to provide fruit. A vineyard provides fruit. You think of any business, any business. A business is to, is to create profit. That's the goal, right? So they provide a service, they provide a product, they provide whatever in order to receive profit. If a business is not doing that, we can easily say it's an, not a successful business. It's not. If a business is not growing, not producing, it's not a successful business. So we understand it from that perspective. And the vineyard was the same way. God provides all these blessings. The owner gave the vine dressers and he gave it to them as a lease. This is very important to understand. That meaning when God gives us our life, when God gives us the blessings, it's not ours. It's ours in the same way when we rent an apartment, it's our apartment. It's, the, it's ours in the same way when I lease a car, it's my car. But it's going back. The car is going back. The apartment is not going to be mine forever. And so this concept of leasing is something, and it's, it's beautiful that the Bible writes that. Like it's in, the first, it's, in the, it's in the first verse that we read today. 
where it says, a certain man planted a vineyard, leased, leased it to its vine dressers, and went into a far country for a long time. God leased us with these blessings. Our bodies, our families, our careers, our education, our health is all leased. It's all leased. The problem that happens is we trick ourselves or we get tricked and say, no, 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 this is mine. This money is mine. This job is mine. We get into this mine, mine, mine mentality and we, don't, we forget who gave it to us. We forget that it's not ours. We forget that our body is not ours. We forget that this is a temporary period of time. We all change our, we, we, we have a different mindset when we believe that something is temporary. Like when you go on a trip, when you go on a trip, you take luggage, you take a bag, and you fill it with what you need, maybe a little bit more than what we need for a trip, right? You don't take your closet, everything in your closet, hopefully not, you don't take your couches, your TVs. I mean, if you do, then it's a different conversation. But technically, we know that it's a temporary time. We're going for a period of time. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to, if, if, it's, a, if it's a business trip, we're going to benefit or try to do the best we can during that time. But at the end of the day, we're returning. This is not my life. I'm just there a period of time. If we look at our world the same way, our life would be different. The fathers use this word called sojourners. We say this in the litany of the travelers during the weekday matins. This concept of sojourning means that I don't have a place. I'm going from place to place to place. I don't have a home. I'm living in this temporary mindset. And this, imagine if we, have that, if, that, if we have that mentality, that everything we have in our life is given to us to provide fruit for a temporary period of time. Our education is to provide fruit. Our mind is to provide fruit. How does our mind provide fruit? By reading, by reading spiritual books, by, by, by learning. That's how we provide spiritual fruit from our mind. How does our mouths provide spiritual food by complimenting people, by praising God, by reaching out to people, by building relationships with people, by teaching, by helping. This is the way we grow fruit. In every aspect of our life, we're able to grow fruit. It's up to us to actually do it. But, but God has given us and provided us the vineyard and says, go, provide fruit for me. So the first thing is understanding that our life and everything in it and everything around it is a blessing. Second, that it's completely temporary. Everything in our life is temporary. When somebody passes away, if they're the most rich person in the entire world, do they take anything with them? No. Nothing. 
So they could have spent all these years worshipping money, worshipping possessions, luxuries, and at the end of the day, nothing. But our Lord teaches us to invest in the spiritual. Invest. Invest now. Is money bad? Of course not. Money is important. Money is necessary. It's vital. But how do we approach it from the perspective of I'm going to use whatever I need in this world to survive and enjoy. Luxuries are not an evil thing. It's our mentality towards luxuries that are bad. And then what we take that we provide blessings. Are we tithing? Are we tithing? Do we give to God? Do we tithe? You know, one of the things that I always used to hear is every time the conversation of tithing comes up, says, oh yeah, you know, I tithe with my time. No. Tithing is a financial, it's, it's a spiritual financial command by God. To the point where tithing, if we are not doing it, it's something that we need to confess. Now, how you tithe and who, where you tithe and that, that goes between you, your family, your, spirit, your, your father confession. But at the end of the day, tithing is a spiritual practice. It's not a financial practice. It's a spiritual practice. And so when we provide fruit, how do we provide this fruit? So the first is vineyards are the blessings. Second is that it's temporary. Third is that our goal is to provide fruit. The fourth is God gives us messengers. Sometimes we struggle in providing fruit. Sometimes the planting is hard. The, the work is hard. The growing, the providing fruit, the one, when we have the mentality, okay, I know that this is not my life. This is God giving it to me. Everything that God gave me, this is my blessings. I want to provide fruit, but it's very hard. It's very hard. I'm distracted. I'm struggling. It's very hard. God sends us messengers. God gives us a message. God gives us the Bible to read, to use, to pray. God gives us the spiritual books, the writings of the fathers, all the spiritual books in order to learn. God gives us people in our lives, servants, priests, bishops, in order to go to for advice that they will help us provide fruit. And lastly, continuing to be faithful in our vineyard. It's not a one-time thing. That we are always taking care of what God has given us. Every blessing that God has given us needs to be provide, like brought back as fruit. What are we showing God? What are we, what are we, what are we, what are we giving Him? That's why the idea of Servants are only this group of people in the church. No, no, no. Every single person in this church, in any church, is supposed to be serving. Now, what kind of service? That's between you and your father confession. But everybody needs to be serving in some sort of capacity. We have to be. Because our church also is a vineyard. Our church is a vineyard. 
How are we all, as vine dressers, providing fruit? What are we doing to provide fruit? And we have to ask ourselves, your families are a vineyard. Are your families providing fruit? So I pray that during this fast, as we fast and as we look to St. Mary for her virtues, and we see the story, just like today is Sinexar, today's the feast of St. Joachim and Anna, where we see the birth of, or, or we see St. Mary, like the story of how St. Mary was born, that it's an ultimate blessing, but it's the fruit of their labor, it's the fruit of their prayers that we see St. Mary. So I pray that during this time of fasting, we also pray, we also ask God to help us provide more fruit, more fruit for our uh, vineyards, and glory be to God forever. Amen.